Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. Six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. <laughs> now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. What of your show is number one. Woo! Woo! Good evening, everyone. Welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. ENN tonight is brought to you by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, 888-24-LAW-24. Bite back. Do it. I'll let's start off by saying good evening to Michael. It's the Rocky series, okay? Jerk. And good evening to Don. You're such an infant. That was to me, too. Yeah. And good evening to Don. Guys, go suck your thumbs. And good evening to myself. I'm not the bad fan. You are. And to Steve Young. You don't have to be a fan of football. <laughs> you see how you see the difference? This is why I'm a loser and he's a winner, okay? It's not about my take today. Listen to my voice. I'm not the bad fan. You are. And listen to how calm Steve is. You don't have to be a fan of football. <laughs> That's the tone I'm looking for. Mm. Keep searching. Here's Rex Ryan, who uh, agreed with me on some level at least that Brian Dable had zero answers for the Philadelphia Eagles on Saturday. It wasn't a great day for Brian, I don't think. He's done a phenomenal job, man. You know, the Eagles had his number week 14, obviously, and, and then they had it again here. And then it goes back to Detroit. Other than that, I thought that the guy outcoached almost everybody he uh, went up against. So, you know, I don't think it was his best game, and it certainly wasn't the defense's best game. Yeah, those were the two aspects that really surprised me the most about Saturday night, guys. It was that Dable looked so out of his skis. And that the defense, I mean, we know this Philly offense is potent, guys, but one the one piece of this Giants game that I think we'd all come to believe in was the defensive front. They just didn't bring it. I wonder, if because we're, we're in the world of, you know, instant reaction or overreaction, that that performance Saturday hurts the head coaching chances of Wink Martindale and Mike Kafka. I wonder. I don't know. I'm just... Eh. Because now they're going in, well, Wink, you want to be the head coach of our team. You couldn't even slow down the Eagles, and you knew what they were doing. So I'm sure that has to make people think. It's one game. I mean, I would think uh, People went got... giddy over Daniel Jones well, on no, one but, game. But, yeah, people. But if you are an owner of a team or you're a general manager of a team and you want to try to have your next head coach, and I don't think Wink was going to get a head coach's job anyway. Um, but the fact he was interviewing for it, you're not going to let one game sway you. You're going deep into his resume, interviews. There's a lot of things to go. It can't be one game. A lot of, a lot of, like I said, Bill Bill Walsh got lost 49 to three in a playoff game. You know the things happen. They get away from you. I, I wouldn't want anybody to judge me on my worst day or my best day. You're going to put a lot more work into it. So no, any any general manager worth anything isn't going to. You weren't that sold on him if you let that game. 
scratch. At what score? Scratch him off your list. At what score, Don? Did you think the game was over? Honestly, fourteen nothing. Fourteen. Yeah. No, because you saw the how, with the ease and simplicity they scored those two. Then you could see it was not going to be that easy for the Giants. Like after the first touchdown, it's like okay, if the Giants march down the field and answer, we'll just go mano a mano and and see who wins. But now that you're chasing two scores. And then having to go for it on fourth down kind of sent the message that you don't think this defense is stopping anybody anytime soon. You're going to need something catastrophic for, for, for that, Philadelphia Peter, to get that, you back in the game. That's when I thought it was over. I was in a restaurant. I'm watching on the, oh, yeah, that party, TV yeah. in the bar. Mm-hmm. When he went up for on fourth and eighth, I said, it's over. It, it's over. First, first, he's desperate. What, what are you doing going for fourth and eighth in the first quarter? First, well, no, you first thought quarter, it after 40... he, they, they failed on it. No, if they get still. it. I, really? I didn't. I, I thought it was a dumb, dumb thing well, e- to do. Even if you get it, even if you get it done, it's a sign of desperation. It, it wasn't like now if they go if they move down the field and make the game seven seven. Okay, and now you're having a conversation. But even if you pick it up there, let alone as Steve pointed out, have a play for it. They had nothing. Now, and then what you do see is why you want the buy. You know, we talk so much about like psychological. Like maybe they got stale. They didn't. Pl- they didn't play that week. The Giants gained some confidence. I said it. Back on Wednesday when we were at UBS about, hey, the Giants developed the mojo and the Eagles are kind of sitting on their hands. But what you really see with these buys when it's done properly is you get the rest after a long season, 17 games. They look like the fresher team, the ready team. And that's why you want the buy at the end of the day so that you can look like that. Uh, you know what? I, I don't normally do this during ENM, but I, I feel bad. Lauren's been waiting to tear down my Aww. take now for hours. Wow, Let's... a rare phone call at ENM. Lauren, I'll give you your moment to badmouth me. Go, to, go ahead. Well, no, Lauren. See, this is what happens. Hi. There she is. No, no, she's ready. I've been holding forever. Um, Yeah, I just want to be the rational one and not so emotional about this whole situation. Um, So I'm a huge New York Rangers fan, and um, I'm so happy that they went to the Eastern Conference final last year. And, you know, they got the experience. I think that's the main thing. In playoffs, like, it's so experience is precious to have playoff experience. Like I think in 1985, the Giants, um, I think they lost to the Bears, yes, and then yeah, in 86, yeah, they, they won the Super Bowl. So I think it's just you know taking emotion out of it. Yes, it was a very, um, you know, the game was horrible for Giant fans, but it's just the experience. I think is you know you can't you can't duplicate that no, you, so you, I think that's a- you're right Lauren and I, I thank you for the call and thank you for holding for so long I'm glad you got to make the point you're absolutely right that is the rational point okay and even had it been my team that lost Saturday I'm guessing I would have landed there I just I wouldn't have landed there Saturday like our, our guy Jerry Ferreira uh formerly turtle from Entourage by like Sunday morning at 6 a.m., he was tweeting how proud he was of the team and blah, blah, blah. I'm just telling you the kind of person I am. I would need till at least Wednesday to get there. But that's all I was saying. She, of course you're right. Now, now, Don, obviously my argument's even more stupid and wrong. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year and then the Giants win the Super Bowl next year and it mirrors 1985 and 86, well, then yes, absolutely. But let's let's wait and see this whole thing play out. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's an interesting um analogy she brought up because in 1985 the Giants lost 21 nothing at Soldier Field and I remember even being younger how old was I you know 17 years old thinking well they're not in the Bears class but maybe this is something they can learn from and guess what the next year they go 14 and 2 and they win the Super Bowl I, I don't know if that's going to happen this time but yeah the you have the luxury of thinking back to 38 years ago 
you know, how it ended up, but, you know, how do you feel in the moment? And Peter was just being honest with himself, coming from how would he feel if the commanders had lost in 38-7. to So he's coming from a place from a fan. We could all disagree, but this isn't him arguing the sky is red. Yeah, thank you very much. Now, um, well, I thought it was asinine what he said, but you know you could support your guy. I'm not. Well, I'm. I'm, I'm also. I'm also spitting facts, as the kids say. That's yeah. exa- that's yeah. he. You definitely Slapping. are done. Let's hear from Dan Jones on his future. By the way, after last on Saturday, he was Dan. That <laughs> really, you're going yeah. with Dan? Yeah, yeah, that wasn't Daniel. Uh, what was it? 130 yards and interception. That was Dan. Well, yeah, he was taking he, away he, 77 he was, yards because of Richie James. That would have helped. Would have yeah. been nice to crack was, 200, right? He was Dan Johnny's. Yeah, here he is. Here's Dan Johnny's. I've really enjoyed playing here. appreciate all the, those guys in the locker room. It's a special group of guys, and I've really enjoyed being a part of it. So we'll, we'll figure out where that goes, but I have nothing but, but love and respect for this organization and, and the group of guys in the locker room. As for Saquon, what kind of contract is he looking for? I'm not really too concerned about resetting any markets or anything like that. I'm realistic. I know where I was on you know, pace to do, but having two years of filled up with injuries and you know, having a season of not performing to the level that I know I can perform doesn't help. I think I was able to show that the type of caliber of player I am, the things I'm able to do on a football field, that was something I, that's something I wanted to do. That was my goal this year, and I was able to accomplish that. Now it's just sit down with my agent, Kim, and see what happens. God, I love that, man. I mean, even that. not to. Don, even that. I don't know if I've ever heard a player speak God. more honestly. And that's what I was saying before. It's, that is valuable to the Giants. But to another team, they're just going to look at the X's and O's. So maybe the other team isn't willing to give the extra one or two because they can't appreciate this kid because they haven't had him for the last five years to know the intangibles. They'll look at it on film. They know what he can do. They'll compare him to other running backs. But that's probably a value only the Giants can see. And and between what Jones said and what Dable said and what Shane said, you can't come from a place other than 50-50 that these guys are back. All right, did you hear any kind of money quote that told you that they're going to do anything they can to bring these guys back? No, here's the money quote, Don. Joe Shane said, you shop hungry, you overpay. This guy is not that guy. This is all business. And, and, and that's what I like about it because you know what happened in the last five years, Michael? John Maris Hart got in the way of the football people's brains with this organization over the last pretty much decade. The, the, the handling of Eli Manning, the free agents, even the drafting of Saquon Barkley, trying to win another uh, championship for Eli, that was all coming from the heart and fandom of their owner. To hear Shane say that says, sorry, this is not show, this is not show friends. This is show business. What's best for our team? That's too bad because Michael loves to show friends. Um, and I love show business. By the way, congratulations to Frank from New York. Won a $200 Fanatics gift card in Superbox Bonanza. Now, was you, were you not given the last name, or was it just too hard to pronounce? First of all, there's nothing that's too hard for me to pronounce other than where you were born. It just says Frank from New York. All right. Well, somebody was either New doing York. you the favor, or he's part of the Witness Protection Program. And What's his last like, name, Anthony? Okay. Uh, we're going to move on here. Yeah, um, I think it's a bad thing. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, now, that's, that's a bad thing. We didn't spend a lot of time to go. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We didn't spend a lot of time on this or any time on this. Uh, do you guys see Stefan Diggs break down with, with Josh Allen? He's like oh. the best of friends. And Diggs was screaming at Allen on the sideline. Then he stormed, uh, reportedly stormed out of the locker room too. One second, Don. Frank's yeah. last name is Moretti. Do with that what you want. Interesting. Yeah. Don's very close friend is Frank Moretti. Please go ahead. Well, we vacationed together once. <laughs> you know, Diggs tweeted, Peter. Okay. He says, want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? Nah. It's easier to criticize my reaction more than the result. He's got a bunch of – oh, my God, he's going on a – He's on a sto- – wait, hold on. This is a storm? Well, or- it all started with – Want me to be okay with losing? Nah. nah. Want me to be okay with our level of play when it's nah. not up to the uh, to the standard? Nah. See, he's missing the point. See, I love that. It's kind of like Dave Rothenberg fandom. Like to be a fan makes you allowed to like kill small children. But I'm a fan. <laughs> well, uh, you know, because nobody wants to lose, Stefan. Nobody wants to lose. But it's how you handle the losing that really truly represents the player and the man. You don't have to embarrass your teammates because when you don't talk, they now have to talk for you. Clearly, you had an issue with how everybody else played. You walking out of there makes it seem like, well, I did what I could. Sorry. No, nobody is saying that you did that, that you that hanging in that locker room or that anybody that stayed and talked to reporters and did their job likes losing. So don't play that game, okay? That's 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 weak sauce, man. What about like I like losing? No. What does that give you? To, you could do it. You could be a bad teammate. Here's, and just fall on the sword of I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm a sore loser. I care. Here, here's Sean McDermott. Uh, where do things stand with Diggs? Well, he's a member of the Buffalo Bills. I mean, um, he's a competitive guy, and uh, that's what makes him good. Is is what you saw? Is he's very competitive, like we all are. Um, we work extremely hard at these jobs to, to to be the best we can possibly be. And it hurts. Uh, I wouldn't want a guy that it, it doesn't hurt. I mean, he put it all on the line out there. We put it all on the line, and tonight it wasn't good enough. And uh, you know, that's that's the part that stings. Coach, what case downstairs, he was like halfway out the tunnel, and I saw someone kind of bring him back in. And I was told he left a short time later. Did you talk to him at all? Or was was there some issue? Uh, I just he was in there when I addressed the team, and and uh, that's what matters most. But then I read that he wasn't there as he he had left the room. And oh. the stadium, when he addressed teammates the team? were still coming into the room. So mm-hmm. I don't know why Sean McDermott was addressing a room that didn't have all the players in it. That doesn't seem likely, right? No. Here's Josh Allen on the loss. I'm proud of our guys, how we handled um, situations throughout the year. You know, we could have made a lot of excuses throughout throughout the year and what was going on, going on, but guys continued to fight. We wanted to win this one. We want to win them all. Um, those guys played better today. Yeah, they, they certainly did. The Bengals were very good. It ends up being 27-10 in the snow in Buffalo. Cincinnati didn't seem, even seem affected by what was going on. Uh, Burrow, 23-36, 242 and two TDs. No picks. Josh Allen, 25-42, 265. No touchdowns. One pick. Now, we, everyone talked about the uh, bizarro final play of the Cowboys 49er game. Yes. Let's hear what it sounded like on 106.3 The Fan in Dallas. With a guard and a tackle several yards from him, snapping the ball to Prescott, slant over the middle to Turpin, he's tackled immediately, and this game is over. And so is the Cowboys' season. 
and the San Francisco 49ers have earned their way back into the NFC Championship game next Sunday in Philadelphia by beating the Cowboys today 19-12. to Dak Prescott says he needs to be better. Just disappointed. As I said, I mean, guys that, that played their asses off defense who gave us an opportunity to win this game, who, who played their, who played hard against a really, really good offense, a really good team, and um, for us to only put up the points that we did, that that's unacceptable, and it starts with me, and I, I've got to be better. I mean, that's no, no other way to sugarcoat it. Guys, what high drama it was yesterday when the first uh, Brett Maher kick got blocked, right? Yeah, right. It, was, it was going to miss, too. Yeah, no, that was a Frisbee. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Crazy. Now, here's a story Michael mentioned earlier, uh, and he has questions about it. The, a story came out earlier today that Jeff Bezos may sell the Washington Post in order to buy the Commanders. Now, I first saw this and assumed it's because it would it would be a conflict of interest to right, own the that's Post. that's what I thought. Reportedly, it's not about that. No, it's about him sucking up to Daniel Snyder. It's about Snyder would never sell to him while he owns the Post because Snyder's been so angry about how the Post has covered the team and specifically him. The interesting part about that is, and this is something that has been lost on people who don't know the story well, Bezos bought the Washington Post in 2013. Dan Snyder's been getting smoked by the Post since 2003. It wasn't a Bezos thing. Let's say he sells. Does that make Daniel Snyder forget that Jeff Bezos was the publisher of the paper that 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 wrote those things? It's so ridiculous. And also, what what a what a complete like fold over by Bezos to throw to sell the newspaper to make nice. Well, and it, also, I read that Snyder wants seven billion for the team, and right now the highest the highest offer he's had is like six point four billion. Well, well, a couple things I'll I'll say to that. Number one, uh, J.P. Finley. Said I saw him tweet earlier, uh, uh, who does radio in D.C. and covers the team. The the Snyder thing is that well, the reason it would make an impact is because Snyder is such a loser. He needs to get a win, and he would see that as a win. Well, the win is $7 billion. But, but he needs more than that. He <laughs> well, then, would, then tell him to go crap in a hat. And to uh, the flip side, you're saying Bezos should be above it. Uh, if Bezos wants the team more than he wants the paper— then he thinks it's a worthwhile trade-off. And if Bezos wants, if Bezos wants the team, right, mm-hmm. then outbid everybody and and see if Snyder, who's probably going to lose the team anyway in some way, shape, or form, has the onions to say no. Bid more than anybody else. Don't give up the post. Also, he bought the post from the Graham family in 2013 and told them that he was going to keep it alive and that for the sake of journalism. And now you're going to sell it to buy the Commanders? Come on, Jeff, pick a lane. <laughs> Especially because you're being held up by Dan Snyder, of all people. Ugh. Not, Not what good. you want. Uh, also, guys, if you missed earlier, uh, Patrick Mahomes did not practice. And the line now has shifted in that game. Cincinnati is now, according to Caesars Sportsbook, a one-point favorite at Arrowhead. So you have the Eagles as a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Philly. And the Bengals... As a one-point favorite in KC. Is that right? That is right. You know, this whole championship weekend, Don, it makes me miss a certain person. That will do it for ENN, presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. Almost 35 years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey. 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino. Fight back. Fight back, baby.
Don, we got a big Ranger game tonight coming up. Rangers and the Panthers. Pre-game right. starts in moments. Islanders and Maple Leafs on 1050. Pre-game starts in moments. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Please talk with us. And in the words of Billy Joel, life is a series of hellos and goodbyes. I'm afraid it's time for goodbye again. See everybody. Have a great night. Hockey season is here, and Ranger fans can discover why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today and make every game and every play mean more than ever. When you sign up, you'll enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, boosted on specials, and the best daily promotions in the business. With a trust of MGM Resorts, the BetMGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement wagering on NHL action. Download the app and take the king of sportsbooks wherever you go. Light the lamp with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL, Madison Square Garden, and the New York Rangers. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New York and New Jersey only. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available in New Jersey. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369.